Hi, did you Justin? We're back. We are back in 2024. In 2024. Oh my God, can you believe that? No, I actually can't. 2024 is like a made-up year from the future. We started this podcast in 2022. Honestly, 2022, also a made-up year from the future. It feels to me like 2022 was last year. Yeah, I feel like time should have stopped at like 2017. We should have just kept doing... Every year after that should have just been 2017, oh, like yeah. part two, part three. Kind of like how all the Call of Duties have the same name now. Sure. I feel like every year since 2012 has not felt real. Yeah. So... But we're back. We took a really uh, long Christmas holiday break. We did. We had a lot of stuff going we on. A lot of, we were very busy visiting family. So this uh, Christmas episode is a little late. Cause... You know what, though? Christmas is a, it's a spirit. It's a way of living. And it's it's mm-hmm. it's the birth of our Lord and Savior. So we can celebrate that whenever we want. Yeah, our Lord and Savior, Anjuman. Our Lord and Savior, Anjuman. Mm-hmm. And Anjuman. Wow. She's a mother quake of serological <laughs> proportions. <laughs> she absolutely is. I am so excited to talk about these episodes with you. Are you excited? I am excited. We're completing our Digimon World Tour. We're completing the Digimon World Tour. And then we're doing a bonus episode. We are... We're not a bonus. No, we're not doing a bonus episode. It's like an extra episode after that. We talked about doing four episodes today because there's only one left on the DVD of our box set. Mm -hmm. Um, But we thought this stretch of episodes that we cover, which is episodes 41, 42, and 43 of Digimon Adventure Zero Two, Mm -hmm. the original English dub, was a good chunk of time. Yeah, the way episode 43 ends is like a good stopping point for an episode of the pod. So even though we will have to switch between like disc five and disc six or something of the box set next Mm -hmm. time, we'll do that just for you all. This has nothing to do with any of our listeners, but it is an inconvenience to us. So therefore, you now must know about it. Yeah. Tip us on Venmo or something. I don't know. Do we have a Venmo? We don't have a Venmo for the podcast, but you can follow us on Twitter. Yes, follow us on Twitter at 2GaysPod. At 2GaysPod, T-W-O-G-A-Y-S-P-O-D, mm-hmm. as in Digimon. Oh, and you can also email us at 2GaysPod at gmail.com if you have any biting commentary, thoughts, questions, concerns, or compliments. Yeah, compliments especially. We love those. I love a compliment. Uh, I just need to be told that I am also a mother quake of serological proportions. <laughs> I, I, you know, I try and tell you every day, but it means more coming from. I don't like this trend that gay people are doing of like, or like, it's because it's gay. It, to me, it feels internally homophobic of like people being like, "Oh, this female celebrity wore a pretty dress. She's serving." And people are like, let's just say that she looks nice, please. And I'm like, no, let gay people have fun. It feels like these gentrified gay people are coming in to, like, ruin our gay old time. And anyway, back to Digimon. You're taking a... Did you just use the phrase gentrified gay people? I did. I did. I like that. That's a... That's a... That's a college something or other happening. I went to college. Yes, you did. To get more knowledge. I did. So anyway, episode 41 of Digimon Adventure Zero Two in English is titled Digimon World Tour Part Two. Mm-hmm. In Japanese, it's titled Coral and Versailles, The Rebel Fight. <laughs> oh, I like that title. Welcome to the stage, Coral and Versailles. Coral and Versailles. <laughs> From the legendary house of Versailles. Yeah. She's half Australian, half French. Yeah. She's she's gonna win global all stars. Have they announced that yet? They've announced that it's happening. They've announced it's happening, and probably Listen, by the time now they started up, a new season of Drag Race. So all of the gay fans that love love Drag Race and also love us are not gonna want to hear Let Loose anymore. I want to hear Let Loose every day. But you know what? Every though? hour. I. I'm still gonna... That's my sister. Yeah. So I'm still gonna represent. But also, I've been using a season 14 reference for this whole season. So. <laughs> After you have. <laughs> Podcast. So, 
Anyway, we start off with a TK recap, which tells us about the first part of the world tour, which was like Davis, and Michael, and Mimi in America, mm-hmm. and then Kari and Izzy meeting the Poi brothers mm-hmm. in Hong Kong. During the recap, they show the movie poster where Michael's dad is the star of the movie, mm-hmm. and we paused it because, like, I've always wondered what Michael's last name is because he's the only international to do Justin that has this many appearances. Yeah. So. His dad is the star of the film. Mm-hmm. So his name is either, his last name is either Barton, Ford, Dealey, Williams, Lenz, or North. And I, I think it's Barton because the top name. The top billing was him, Michael Barton. Michael J. Barton, which is clearly a Michael J. Fox. Well, that, no, well, is his father's name also Michael, you think? Could be. He could be Michael Jr. I think it's Williams. Okay. I can see that, too. Because sometimes it's, like, the big star is, like, the last one they list. That's true. That's true. Where it's, like, featuring so-and-so. Yeah. There's, like... You know there's, like, really strict rules about that? There is, yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. There's, like, a whole, like, really strict hierarchy. It's like, has to do with, like, how much you're getting paid or how many mm-hmm. films you've been in or some, or how many awards you have or some combination of that. It's, like, crazy. So, we get, in the recap, a shot of Queen Mimi. Yes, we do. But there's no mention of Mina in the recap. <laughs> Oh, they just talk right. about the stupid Poi brothers. That's right. I don't think I like in this arc that we see that there are some groups of Digidestined who all have the same Digimon partner. Yeah, it feels reductive. I don't like that. I think, because to me, like, the bond, but especially, like, going later on into the Digimon Adventure series, it feels like there's supposed to be, like, such a bond between your, the, the human and the Digimon partner that, like, having them be all the same doesn't really make sense to me. Like, the Poi brothers all have Sayakomon, uh, and then they all digivolve into Octomon. Yeah. And later we see some, like, multiples of Digidestined having the same Digimon partner. Like, not the same... Like, not, like, them sharing one. It's like, they both have... We see, like, later on when we go to Siberia with Sora and Yoli that, like, the three Siberian Digidestined have, all have Frigimon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, they could have given us a couple more ice Digimon, but whatever. Yeah. So, we're in Sydney. Sydney, Australia. Australia. Sorry to any of our Australian listeners. I feel like my Australian accent is much more closer to New, Ze- to New Zealand. Well, we've been watching so much Below Deck. We've been watching so much Below Deck. Mediterranean, I specifically. Cal- I calculated today, and, and Adam watched a little bit more than I did, because he watched some of it while I was away, but... Since like what July? I've yeah, I watched over two hundred and fifty episodes of Below Deck. It's Below Deck Mad and Below Deck like proper, <laughs> proper. Yeah. So, but that is such a common thing for me. Like especially having to do with Digimon, I would like watch so much reality shows when I got to be like a teenager, and then like I would be going from watching reality shows to like thinking about like Digimon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Joe and Cody are in Sydney where no one seems to care about the control spire. Yeah, and Joe says like I used to be that laid back until I went to medicine and I was like, no you goddamn weren't well, you Joe, liar. Joe has been studying to be a doctor since the first adventure. Oh like he's okay. been that okay. pre- that like prepping for okay. it. That's that's more valid then. I thought Which it was I like, oh back in series season one I was super chill and suave and I'm like yeah. I think it's kind of a commentary about like Asian parenting, maybe? I don't know. It feels weird to me. But it's also, like, silly, and I don't think it's that serious. Like, I don't think they're meaning to make it that serious of a thing. I think it's just, like, Joe is such a worrywart. Yeah. But he is, like, preparing to be a doctor. So, Joe also keeps complaining about how hot it is in Sydney. Because it's summer. Because it's summer in Sydney. 
And apparently also daytime, but everything else has been taking place at night. Except Boy Brothers was during the day. Yeah. And India was during the day. Yeah, and then, like, Mos- New York was the night. I don't know. Yeah, it, the, the timeline of this world tour is very confusing, and I don't think the time zones are properly taken into account, because it keeps coming back to Japan mm-hmm. in every episode. And, like, it's very unclear if it's, like, night or day. But, anyway... Out of nowhere to help Ikakuman and Digmon destroy the control spire is Santa. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Joe and Cody are like a little surprised, but not as a They su- don't even say Santa. Do they say Santa? They do say, say, say Santa Claus on a jet ski because he says like, I was going by on my jet ski to deliver some presents. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's weird. But mm-hmm. it's more like, it's more like they're weirded out that he was on a jet ski as opposed yeah. to that he is just there helping them. Which I guess. Maybe is supposed to be that, like, well, they're children. Well, not Joe. Joe's, like, a teenager. But, like, Cody's a child. So, like, him being like, of course there's Santa. Like, I mean, when I was a kid, if I, like, I'd freak out if I thought Santa was there. I would, like, if I was, like, I'm meeting Santa right now, world-changing, life-defining moment. To be moment. fair, these kids are on a mission to save the world from a life-threatening That's true. They've seen some wild shit, so. Sorry. Maybe they're surprised that he's not a Digimon. Honestly, yeah. No. So, they take down the control spire with the help of Santa, mm-hmm. who is revealed to be the Aussie Jedi. Which they freak out about. They're they freak way out about more that. shocked about yeah. Hogan yeah. than they are about Santa Claus. So, I really was hoping, I couldn't remember the Aussie Jedi's name, and I thought it was Irwin, as in Steve Irwin. It's not, Steve, it's not Irwin, it's Hogan, and I'm like, what the what does Hogan mean? Hogan might be named for Paul Hogan, the actor who played Crocodile Dundee. Oh, that's yeah. definitely it. That's definitely it. Which was like a big movie series in the late 80s, early 90s. So. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's definitely that. Because we've seen like Benjamin in the US. Which is like Benjamin Franklin. I think it's Benjamin Franklin, but it could be just like anything. But there's a lot of Benjamin. Could be H. John Benjamin, voice of Bob from Bob's Burgers. It could be um, Ben Affleck. Could you imagine? Could you imagine American Jedi rolls up and he's got like a thick Boston accent and he curses like a sailor? I think it'd be weirder for him to show up like that because he's in New York. He shows up. He's got J Lo on his arm. <laughs> oh my god! But she's like clearly a lesbian from Geely. Wait, what? That's the plot of Geely. He like meets like he like turns a gay woman straight or whatever. It's a terrible movie. It's terrible. And now they're together for real. They were together then for real too. This is one of those scenarios where, like, I'm a little bit older than you, so I remember stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, they look out at the ocean and see that there is trouble, because there's Shellmon, Gizomon, and Abidramon chasing a kid on a sailboard. Yeah. Who is accompanied by a Digimon, so he must be one of the Aussie Digidestined. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course. Good eye, good eye. They, well, literally, they meet Derek. He is the Aussie Digidestin. Yeah. And he literally talks like he is, like, the mascot for, like, Visit Australia. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, I'm glad they didn't do this with any, like, not white people. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that the Poi brothers were not, like, overtly Chinese. Yeah. But he's literally like, hey, hey, shrimp on the barbie, good day, kangaroo. (laughs) It's, like, basically what he's... He's like, good eye, good eye. It would be really funny if he rolled up. Because he literally, like, Ikakuman basically tells him to do a flip to get rid of, like, to get out of the way of the of the Digimon. Because mm-hmm. remember, they're all, like, 
corralling the Digimon to like send them back to the digital send world. them back to the digital world. A Kagamon basically tells him to do a flip, and then I thought it'd be really funny if Derek like zoomed up on his sailboard to the shore and was like, "I didn't come here to fuck spiders." Oh <laughs> or that's what he said when they went into battle or whatever. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so funny. Wait, because. No, that's that's the that's a different episode when they fight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, arcane mons kind of. Look yeah, like they spiders. are. They really didn't come here to fuck spiders in general. In this, that is one of my favorite phrases, and I honestly have no idea what it means. I think it's like I didn't come here to mess around. Like, let's yeah, I know, business. but like, why? Why is it that? You yeah, know why? I mean? yeah, that's true. I feel like I it mean, was... it is Australia, and there are some big old spiders there. So that's true. So anyway, what are your thoughts on Derek and Crabmon? Love Crabmon. He's cool. Mm-hmm. He's, he's kind of like a little guy. Derek, fine. Twinkie. Mm-hmm. They give him like a slightly oversized shirt and like really short shorts. He's got which I'm like, really, like, he's got like a speedo. Yeah, and I'm like, hmm, okay, that's a strange choice for like this twelve year old boy. I don't, I don't know what they do in Australia. I don't know, like, if, like, y- young kids like that wear Speedos or not. Like, yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, I mean, I don't think we get a ton of personality mm-hmm. from him. Yeah, we unfortunately... Honestly, don't think we get much personality from any of the international Digidestiny we meet in these next couple episodes, except for Rosa from Mexico, which we'll get to in the next episode. And we've, episode. like, already met Michael, so... Yeah, yeah. So, Joe introduces himself and Cody and their Digimon as the A-team. Yeah. Rude. Which I really couldn't figure out because, like, they are the third squad that we've... Yeah, they're the third squad that we've caught up with. Yeah, and, like, Joe and Cody are both, like, neither of them are the main character in their season. Yeah. And I I couldn't... Fi- I don't think it's because the, H- the A-team was not filmed in Australia. No, it's all, like, Sylvester Stallone and, like... That's not Mystic- the A-team. What is that? Sylvester Stallone is not on the A-team. Is that Mr. T, the A-team? Yeah. I'm thinking of Expendables. Yeah, I'm literally on the Wikipedia article for the A-team right now. Mm-hmm. Nothing has, it has nothing to do with Australia. Well, maybe the A stands for Australia. Maybe they're like the Australia team. I, it could also just be a reference to the A-team. Like, yeah. Because they're like blowing stuff up and whatever. Yeah. So, also, I have a question. Um, When they delete the... When they delete, when they destroy the, well, they are, con- like deleting it. Yeah, when they destroy the control spire, Digmon, like they're like yanking it with a rope, and like Digmon and Kakamon both kind of fall back when they are like pulling it. Digmon Dig- falls back. Digmon like D digivolves back into Armadillomon, but Ikakumon stays Ikakumon. And why? I think we're supposed to be because like Adventure One Digimon partners have been powered up by Azulongmon. Oh, okay. But I think also it's because they can have the convenience of Armadillomon riding on Ikakumon's back. Yeah, not take, not being as big. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, he could also just like become Submarimon. Yeah. Know. But anyway, speaking, speaking of a Pokemon, oh, yes, because it's time to shit talk some other. He Digimon. is so pissed. He's like, I've never. He's usually like kind of a goofy guy. He's so pissed. Well, I think he's still like he's like like he's like clowning on Shellmon, Gizamon, and Abidramon, who are all like oceanic conch shell squid, um, yeah. giant shrimp monster themed Digimon. Mm-hmm. And like literally, Armadillomon and Ikakumon are literally like, "We're gonna make you into a squid pizza." Yeah, like, we're gonna make you. We're gonna make you into rice pilaf. Yeah, and then Crabmon joins in and is like, "I like the rice. I like the rice. But how about we make it more spice, jambalaya?" And they're like, "No!" Yeah. And they animate it, and it's like kind of creepy, but also like kind of camp. Yeah. Also, the jambalaya is very much. It's very much curry. Look what they're showing. Yeah, so. that's true. So I don't know why they couldn't just say curry. But, I yeah. don't know. Consumable so... Just a more fun word. It is a fun word. But I don't... I mean, if I think we have some listeners from Australia, which, thank you very much. Let me know if 
Jambalaya is a hit in Australia. So they chase the Bidis bad Digimon off to the Great Barrier Reef where the last control spire is also located. And when they get there, they encounter Scorpiomon, who we've seen before mm-hmm. as a servant of Metal Sudramon in Adventure 1. Mm-hmm. So Ikakumon becomes Zudomon to fight, but the fight is destroying the Great Barrier Reef. And I wrote, drew little faces like, wah, 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 Because I was like, oh, Great Barrier Reef is... Yikes. <laughs> also, Crabmon digivolves. Not yet. Okay. So, Zudomon and Submarimon take the fight to the deep water, and then Crabmon evolves into Coelomon, or Coelomon is what they call it. They call it Coelomon, but it's clearly a coelacanth, so yeah. it should be Coelomon. But that's probably oh. hard for kids, so. I don't think it's a, I think Coelomon is easier than Coelomon. Yeah, but I think, like, kids seeing the spelling and then saying it, you know what I mean? You know what, the, you know what, Okay. I'm on, a, I'm on a lot of rants this episode. I specifically remember really enjoying dissecting what things' names meant in this, like, newfound anime that I was exploring when I was a middle... I was elementary schooler. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so clever of me that I knew that Porygon's name in Pokemon was, like, a misspelling or mistranslation of Polygon. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, a three-dimensional computer graphic figure. Mm-hmm. So, like... Just let it be called Coelomon, and then the kids can go look up why it's called Coelomon. Like, why is it like that? Mm-hmm. It's just like how Scorpiomon is really an Amalocarimon. I don't know what that is. is a, like, ancient relative of... A, it's a sea scorpion. Oh, okay. And that's what uh, that's what Scorpiomon is. It's an animal of cars. It's not a scorpion. Oh, okay. So, and it looks very much like an animal of cars. I think Anorith is all, and Pokemon is also based off of that. Oh, okay. Okay. So, anyway, they, they fight. And, oh, what are your thoughts on um, Koalamon? He's cool. I well, like he's a little scary looking, but like... I think that's weird that he has like human fleshy bits. Yeah, that's what, that's the little scary part. It's not like human flesh. It's just like the same color as like like white people flesh. Like, yeah, it's not my favorite. Maybe it's I mean it's yeah it's like fish meat. Yeah, he's so, a good guest star for an episode, but I wouldn't want mm-hmm. him to be around all the time. Yeah, I love Crabmon though. Love Crabmon. Mm-hmm. So the they defeat Scorpiomon and destroy the control spire. Yeah, it was honestly it was pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And the other Aussie Digidestins show up and. This is where I'm, like, a little bit like, wow, I wish we had some other Aussie Digidestin. Because the only, like, in the first episode of this World Tour arc, we got to see the American Digidestin show up and show out. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a bunch of them. Yeah, and we got to see the Poi Brothers mm-hmm. and Mina all kind of doing stuff. Mina was doing diplomacy, like, international yeah, relations. she was, yeah. But she was still doing something. Queen. Queen. We love future UN Secretary Leader Mina. Yes. So... But so the other Aussie did Justin roll up in like a cruise ship. In a like cruise a ship. Yacht. And then there's also Waymon. There's Waymon and like a bunch of other like Digimon in the Waymon water. Waymon has a bunch of little Digimon on top of him. Yeah. And I couldn't, I, I don't know if we're supposed to infer that one of them might be partnered with Waymon. Mm-hmm. Because that's a great partner Digimon. I actually really like the idea of a lot of these partner Digimon we're seeing for the international Digidestin being Digimon that were encountered by the Adventure 1 kids in the first season. Like, mm-hmm. we saw that Michael has Seedramon as his partner. Like, cool if, like, one of the... It, it would have been cooler to me if Crabmon did evolve into Waymon. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm with that. My notes literally say, does one of them have a Waymon as a partner? Sick. <laughs> <laughs> But we did also see Waymon already show up, like the Waymon. 
Yeah, so who's to say? Meanwhile, in France, Ty puts his whole friend sissy into the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, Ty's talking and he's like, well, I, I thought you said your grandfather would meet us at the Arc de Triomphe. Like, no, like he, fully. He's like, and I would love to, like, because they're, like, stuck in Paris. They're waiting for TK's grandfather, which... Mm-hmm. Daddy alert. I have... Yeah. Papa. I have thoughts on. But they're like talking about how like pretty Paris, is. the Eiffel Tower is all lit up. And then Ty is like, I would love to see all the lights on the Arc de Triomphe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, Joshua Seth, show off your French pronunciations. <laughs> so then TK's grandpa rolls up on a motorbike. To help them out. To help them out with the situation, which TK's grandparents seem fun. But I also was like, does this mean TK's, uh, TK and Matt are half white? Yeah, and their mom Nancy is French, but moved to Japan. I have never even thought of that my whole, like, it never occurred to me that they're half white. But TK's grandpa is drawn a lot like Michael's dad. Yeah. Who is a white guy. Like, yeah. So, I was like, huh. And is, like, living in France and is, like, French. Like, a f- like, we learned later in the episode, he's, like, very passionate about French. Yeah. Like, culture and honor and yeah. stuff like that so like clearly he's lived in france his whole he's life he's french michael he's, he's french. french yeah so then there's no there's no time for singing yeah his dad they do this weird bit that goes on for like 30 seconds where it's like you're supposed to sing sing frere jacques every oh, time you see TK, me you know you're supposed to sing frere jacques every time you come to see me shout out to our french fans tell us let us know how that accent was we <laughs> oui, oui, baguette and all that we oui, oui, baguette Shout out to Drag Race France. <laughs> so then they get in the motor car or the motorbike or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we learn a lot about TK's grandma and how she might be the perfect person for the job. Yeah, except we don't get to meet her. Yeah, Ty, woke king, is like, well, because TK's grandpa was like, I did not know how dangerous this was going to be tonight. So I could not bring grandma. And then Ty was, but they also, he also told Ty how his wife is like fixing all of the plumbing in their house and then is also going to replace the roof. Yeah, on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. And uh, Ty's like, wow, she sounds like the perfect person for the job. Christmas Day is the perfect time to do it because Santa will have just come. So if, if there are any skid marks... From the sleigh or reindeer poop, you have a whole year until you have to worry about that again. And also, um, he already landed on your roof, so, like, you don't need it anymore. Yeah. That's all you need a roof for, is for Santa to land on Yeah, it's the only reason people have roofs. Otherwise, we would just be open to the sky. See. So they are driving along. So they're driving along. (laughs) We're silly. I just found out that I have a a two-hour delay from work tomorrow, so I'm, like, excited. So you're getting drunk. Just kidding. We don't drink liquor at all, actually. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna stay up late. You're gonna stay up late playing Pokemon. Yeah, I am. Sorry, are we cheating on Digimon by Shout out that? to the Indigo Disc. Yeah. So they're driving along, and they... My notes say that somebody broke into Versailles Palace. Sacre bleu! Yeah, they're like, oh, the gate's open, the lights are on, there's no guards, and his grandpa... Agumon is like, they're probably just using it for one of those secret celebrity weddings. And then he's like, no! Versailles Palace is not a place where they serve ribbit chicken! <laughs> And then he's literally like, as a Frenchman, it is my duty to to go, like, fight the intruders. <laughs> I, I can't do a French accent. It is, he's like, I have to go. Like, is, he's literally like, vive la France. I have to go defend they, Versailles from they, the They intruder. shout, vive la France, like, and then, so many times in this episode. And he, like, sprints into Versailles. And, like, he's, like, running around being like, I am French. I will kick you out. Watch um, out, bad guy. <laughs> and I'm like, is this what... This is the I most think, patriotic man I've ever met, and I, think, I live in America. I think they were just really excited that, like, they had a, a moderately decent French accent. Yeah. And that, I mean, they had, like, not Jerry Orbach doing Lumiere. Like, <laughs> Does Lumiere have a bad accent? 
Maybe, like, I mean, it's, it, like, it's thick and cartoony. Like, is, and... he, is he the only French accent in that movie, even though it takes place in France? Yeah. That's well, and the Feather Duster is French accent. Okay, I was gonna say, like, it takes place in France, why don't all of them, why, why did they give two of them specifically a French accent, but not, like, well, Gaston? And, and Mrs. Potts and Cotsworth very much have, like, British accents. Disney is weird. Honestly, where is the Digimon Beauty and the Beast equivalent? Maybe we'll figure it out. Maybe there'll be, like, an episode titled Beauty and the Beast or whatever. It's them putting, like, makeup on Ogremon. No, maybe it, like, has to do with, like, uh, uh. We do have Beauty and the Beast. What? Or can you want a mummy mom? <gasps> so true. Except Belle's not a asshole to the to to the beast the way that Arkenimon so bullies mummy mom. They find out that the ones who broke into Versailles Palace and are eating all the food mm-hmm. are the mummy mom boys. Yeah, a trio. Thoughts. I love. There's mummy mom, big mummy mom, which I love. And metal mummy mom. I love the idea of there being a Digimon that's just. Big, yeah, that's so funny. Let a fat mummy mom eat, you know. And they're they are getting hammered they, in Versailles. It's like they're like getting shwasted. Which now that I think about it, they're probably drinking like Versailles wine that's been like in like the Versailles wine cellar or whatever. Which means this is probably like Marie Antoinette's freaking wine that's been untouched and is worth like a hundred thousand mm-hmm. euro. They said or francs. They I don't said know. the revolution. Vive la room. <laughs> Let, she the said, mommy, let me cake. I said, let me get drunk. The mommy mom were I like, don't know why I made mommy mom French, too. The mommy mom were like, do you hear the people sing? <laughs> we're silly this episode. We are. So, they, uh, and <laughs> my notes literally say, the mommy mom are lit. And, but it's also, like, really funny because it's like, mmm, grape juice. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, they're, like, given, like, rosy cheeks and, like, mm-hmm. kind of squiggly, like, not, yeah. like, like, their their eyes are, like, a little bit, like, glossed over. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, this the way they like animate it. This is, like, the third it, time we've seen, like, quote-unquote bad Digimon. Imbibing? Like, getting hammered. Like, yeah. <laughs> we very much had, like, in, when they had to sneak into Mayota Spawn's castle in the first adventure. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, Nanimon loves fruit juice or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like they they got him like booze. Like when are we gonna get a bad Digimon like getting drunk and like sad and like listening to like Tori Amos? <laughs> they're getting sad and they're like, man, she took everything in the divorce. <laughs> I wanna push you around. No, I will. I haven't <laughs> seen my kids in months. <laughs> <laughs> she took the moon and she took the kids. What is that? It's like chowder, like opening in chowder. Oh my god. Um. So, but I miss my wife tail. I miss my wife tails. Oh no, this is very foolish. Uh, yeah, we need to get through this first episode. So they've captured a French Digidestin and her partner Digimon, and guess what? They are pretty. Yeah. So, TK and Matt and Agumon and Padamon are interested in rescuing them. They have, they all have like a boy o yo yoing moment. Boy, oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but don't worry, because Grandpa is gonna tussle with the mummy mine. Yeah, he goes up and like tries to punch it, and he's like, "Mademoiselle, do me the honor of rescuing you." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize to the entire country of France. They know what they did. Yeah. They didn't crown La Big Bertha. So anyway, it's time to fight. Oh, you want to fight? Oh, so you want to scrap? So you just need to fight. We need to. <laughs> so <laughs> we need to get they on track. free. They they they. Uh, first of all, they break a hole in the wall of Versailles. So then they they rescue the Digi Justin and her partner. So we meet 
Catherine and Florimond. Mm-hmm. Which Florimond we've seen a bunch of times in the digital world. We've seen Florimond in the digital world, but we, now we've met Catherine. Mm-hmm. Or if she's French, so her name would probably be pronounced Catherine. So, do you have any thoughts? They're cool. I like what, I like what Florimond digivolves into, but I don't want to spoil that quite yet, because that yeah. happens later in the I like Catherine's little outfit. Yeah, her, her outfit's very pretty. It's very, like, Christmas time French. It looks a little bit like uh, she's a Victorian child. <laughs> Yeah, which, like, you know. And she has, like, the big, like, bouncy, curly hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's blonde. Yeah. And, like, like pol- like sweet and polite and, like, dainty. Yeah, she's very high femme. Yeah. Sorry, I got thirsty. Just, like, Ty and TK are for Catherine. Oh, my God. So... Can we find out about another Okay, I have, I have thoughts. I, I have something to say. Yeah. This is going to be my reoccurring question. Can these international digitists do anything? Yeah, she doesn't do anything. Because I thought it was implied that, like... Okay, my first thought was that, oh, well, they must be having adventures of their own. Yeah. I don't think they are. And then, then now, re-watching and, and doing this stuff for the podcast, I've realized that, oh, the Digidestin who meet up in New York are not all New Yorkers. Yeah. They're the American Digidestin. And I, I think it's supposed to be implied that a lot of these Digidestin didn't get their Digimon partner until Myotisman, like that whole thing, and they saw the digital world in the sky. Mm-hmm. And that's how they became Digidestin. Right. But, like, they must not be going to the digital world or, like, having adventures or to fight any evil Digimon. Because we hear that Catherine and Florimon were going to destroy the control spire alone. Alone. But they were captured by Giromon, who, his voice is so funny. Yeah. He shows up, he's like, I'm Giramon, bing, bang, boom, and throws a bomb at them. Yeah. And I'm like, that's He's got hilarious. a chainsaw arm, though. He does. He fought Anjuman, and I was like, is this Chainsaw Man? <laughs> and when we watched the, the first part with um, Gizomon, I was like, you see this? Squid Game. <laughs> I'm, I'm the funny. Joke, the, the joke with me, that's an inside joke with our friend group, no one else is going to know what that means. I don't care. Good. Welcome to our friend group. Lucy Leduca said it during Squidbox. I mean, during Jackbox. Yeah, Lucy Leduca. About Shy Guy. Of, Ru- Lu- of RuPaul's Drag Race. Of uh, Let Loose Fame. Let Loose! Was yeah. in our house one time. Actually, more than one time. Yeah. Humble brag. <laughs> so, in this room. In this very room that we are recording in. Yeah. So anyway, it was Giromon who captured Catherine and Florimon. Uh-huh. And then we see everybody digivolve and kick ass. Mm-hmm. And we see that Florimon digivolves to Kiwimon. She doesn't get an animation, though. I know. Bummer. Um, during this fight, the Let's Kick It Off song plays. And I'm like, Let's it would have been... Let's kick it up. I'm like, it would have been so funny if this was... If it was the same song, but, like, in French. That would have been so good. That would have been so good. Yeah. I don't know what the French for Let's Kick It Off is. And even if I try Google Translate... Let's kick it up. Yeah, that's, de- that's, that's definitely it. They start, they start singing. And they, 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 they start fighting, and it's just, like... The instrumental to be our guest. Oh my god. One of the greatest battle scenes in movie history. Battle scenes? They use the instrumental of be our guest in when the like townspeople storm the beast's castle and all of like the beast's like servants and their like household appliance forms like fight them off. Mm-hmm. And it like the background music is the Why did I, I got him to do do the Lost Woods. Yeah. Um, also, apparently, let's ki- let's kick it off in French is just one word, so I'm gonna butcher this. And also, this is Google Translate, so grain of salt. But allons-y. Oh, allons-y. 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 So allons-y. I guess that's why they didn't do it because that's harder to. That's a way fewer syllables. So I think it would have been cool for Catherine to say that. Yes, and then the song starts. Ugh, yes. 
So, like, she could have been like, Allons-y, Florimont. Oh, yes. So, they did you probably kick ass, sending all the mummy men back and destroying the spire. Mm-hmm. And then we see the rest of the French to Justin, and one of them has Electmon, your boy. My boy. TK and Ty kiss Catherine on the cheek, non-consensually. Yeah, not, not, not okay. And then Grandpa kisses her on the hand like a gentleman, I guess. Oh, and then we realized that there was no French Jedi. There was no French Jedi. There was no Jacques or something. Or Pierre or whatever. Pierre. Name. Cause, yeah. Or maybe they would have given him, like, maybe they would have named him, because um, this is like 2000, 2001, right? Maybe they would have named him, like, Thierry after Thierry Henry, who was, like, the arguably the best player in the world in soccer at that time. And he's French. My thought was... Or Henri. My thought was Jean-Paul. Like Gautier? Like Jean-Paul Gautier. Yeah. Or maybe it could have been a woman, and it could have been, like, something... I don't know. I want a woman version of Jedi. Yeah. Could have been, um, famous French lady. I was gonna say Marianne Cotillard, but she was, I think... I don't think she was famous at that time. At least not to, like, American audiences. Could have been Antoinette. Yeah, Antoinette. Mm-hmm. So, but we had, instead, Tika's grandpa. Yeah. Who, who we don't even learn his name. Who do also we? kind of looks like Jedi, so... Yeah. We don't learn his name, do I? No, mm-hmm. he's grandpa. Meanwhile, in Japan, we cut back to see a sickly girl is lured away by Arukenimon, who the girl says she is strangely drawn to. Mm-hmm. So, mysterious. Because remember last time in our last batch of episodes, we saw Mummymon talking to, like, a lonely boy in the playground. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. forgot about that. So that's the end of episode 41. Episode 42 is Digimon World Tour Part 3, Love and Borscht, the ferocious battle. Love and Borscht? I think, honestly, they could have kept, they could have been, like, Digimon World Tour Part 3, Love and Borscht. Yeah, that would have been better. Yeah. Than just calling it Part 3. So we got a recap from Joe, which is really funny, because I'm like, how does Joe freaking know this stuff that went on in France? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, In Mexico City, we see that Stingmon is destroying a control spire. Very cool. Yeah. Love Stingmon. Yes. But then we discover that the renegade Digimon are hiding in the Mayan temple. Mm-hmm. Matt, Ken, Gabumon, and Wormon go there, but the Mexican Digestion are unable to join because of an imposed curfew. Which I was like, what I mean? Yeah. What's going on there? And the only article I could find was from 2002 mm-hmm. and was in Tecate, Mexico, which I think might be like... Like a borough of Mexico City? T-E-C-A-N-T-E? Tecate. So it's like T-E-C-A-T-E. Oh, it's right across the border just because there's a Tecate, California. So it's like the Mexican border of the U.S. it's not near Mexico City. Not really, no. But I also think the Mayan temples are not that close to Mexico City. I think they're... Mexico's big. Like, I think people underestimate how big Mexico is. Yeah, I think they just wanted to have a fight in the Mayan ruins. Yeah. So... But anyway, in Tecate, Mexico, there was a controversial curfew placed on teens restricting them to their homes by 10.30 p.m. And this article I was reading was published in 2002. Okay, so maybe, yeah, maybe that was, like, actually a thing that was going on at the time. So, and I'm assuming that this dub was done in, like, Southern California, so... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Maya civilization is way down, like, the southern tip of Mexico, it looks like. Yeah. Apologies that's inaccurate, but that's what it looks like on this map, so... So... Anyway, they try to sneak into the ruins and get caught by the military guards or police. It's unclear. It's just a bunch of men in uniform who I do not love. One of them calls Ken a punk, and that riles Ken up. Yeah. Oh, also, Matt has a new outfit. 
Matt, they were like, let's make Matt look as hot as, like, a 15-year-old boy is allowed to look. They made, he looks like he feels the rush and he's addicted to your touch. Like, that's... that's he is giving a little bit Troy, uh, Troy Sivan. Yeah. But it's funny because he's not in Australia. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, I don't... Okay, maybe I need to rephrase, but, like, Matt is just wearing an outfit that is very, like, a cool guy vibe. Yeah. Like, Matt and Ken are supposed to be, like, the bad, the, the cute bad boys of the Digidestin. Yeah. So, he's wearing, like, a black tank top and black jeans and, like, styling. And his hair is, like, looks cool. It's got, yeah. Like, it's, like, a, a unique part to yeah. it. So, Wormon is proud of Ken's growth. Yeah, even though their plan was stupid. Well, Ken and Matt were like, we'll go ahead and, like, we'll distract the guards so the Digimon can get in. And they do not distract the guards the, at all. Does not does not work at all. And then Ken gets so upset that, like, the guard calls him a punk, and then Wormon's like, there was one time when that would have been a compliment. Yeah, Wormon's, like, on the verge of tears. Mm-hmm. So, then they are joined by Mexican Jedi, whose name is Jose. Yeah, which, like, they really picked, like, one of the which most I was, like, generic. They couldn't have gone, like, who's a famous person from Mexico? Doing some research on the podcast. Doing some research on the podcast. I just feel like Jose is such a general name. I was gonna say, like, most of the famous Mexican people I can think of are women. Frida Carlo. Um, another reason for them to have a fame, a woman yeah. Jedi. Um, oh my god, like, a woman, a female Jedi named Frida? Yeah, that would have been cool. I guess, like, Guillermo del Toro. But I think, like, I also think, like, if they picked, I don't know, Lin Manuel is too. Oh, Lin Manuel's also. Yeah, I'm all about. Yeah. Female Jedi named Frida. So anyway, they are joined by the Mexican Jedi counterpart named Jose, who distracts the guards with the power of interpretive dance. Yeah. And Wormon is a top critic. Because it's a very goofy, like, animation for the dance, and then Wormon's like, does he expect a tip? (laughs) So they sink into the ruins, and Wormon is afraid. Yeah. But then he puts some lights on, and he's like, I'm so smart, it scares me. Yeah, he, like, straps candles to his head. Yeah. Which, like, fire hazard. Listen, he, he is right or die for the cause. That's true. So then they bump into Rosa and her partner, Gatsuman. Yeah. She's kind of, she's, first of all, she's little. She's like, yeah. she's like six or seven. I think she's supposed to be like six or seven, yeah. And she's kind of mean. Well, she's laying it on thick that she, like, thinks Ken is a cute boy. Yeah. And Ken's like, oh gosh, please don't. And then Wormon gets jealous. Yeah, Wormon is not having any of this. So then uh, they join up with Jose again, who and they encounter Minotaurumon and Dokugumon, who we have both seen before. Mm-hmm. And then they lure them outside because they obviously can't fight in a historical heritage site, TK and Ty. Mm-hmm. In the chaos, Rosa falls and then Ken carries her and Wormon is jealous. Outside they digivolve and they fight to protect the ruins. And... We see that Gatsumon gets his own Digivolution sequence and Digivolves to Monochromon. Yeah. Who's cool. Yeah, we like him. Yeah, like he's a cool Triceratops guy. Maybe because they were like, oh, we don't have any other Mexican Digidestin planned and like, we'll just throw a... I think also, like, clearly the production team likes Gatsumon. Yeah, I mean, Gatsumon's like a goofy guy. Mm-hmm. So, they brawl and they win. Did you have anything to say about this fight? Most of the fights, I don't really have anything to say, because it's like, they no, each announced No, you had that... something really important to say. That's true. That's true. Minotaurmon does get punched in the taint. Yeah. It's a taint punch. It's a Grendel smash. By where Gururumon. It's a Gooch slam. And it's, like, not ambiguous. It's, like, Minotaurmon is, like, upside down, like, 
ass up to the sky, legs spread. Uppercuts him or whatever. No, he takes his fist and slams down on the man's teeth. No, he, like, he has been uppercut and, like, is falling down backwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gregorubon jumps into the air and then fucking slams him. Come on and slam and welcome to the jam. And it is, like, it is unambiguously on the taint. It's very interesting. So, (laughs) very, um, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Rose, uh, then they, they have to bring Rosa and Gatsuban back to her house. Mm-hmm. After they win the day. Wait, all, but also, there was one point in, in the, like, before the fight or something where Matt just literally goes, this is dumb. <laughs> and I was like, what? Because what are you... They're saying that Minotaurmon and Dokugumon, like, don't even care that they're there. They're just, like, destroying the trees or whatever. Yeah, and he's just like... He's like, they're dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> uh, we also... I was, I was here. Uh, we also forgot before that... Uh, Rosa calls Wormon Gusano, which I'm pretty sure is just Spanish for worm. Yeah. And then Ken says that she called him fish bait. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so Ken speaks Spanish, but not very well, clearly. Yeah. So. They return her home and her parents are like, where were you? Where were they were like you? so worried. Oh, but Rose, before, she falls asleep because it's been a long day and she's little. Yeah. She also was like very brave. Like she snuck out uh, past her curfew and stuff to like go help them. Mm-hmm. So she, to me, seems like if there was a team of Mexicans suggesting that she'd be the leader. Maybe they're all little kids. All the Mexicans Maybe, are yeah. Little. Maybe, yeah. So, that's so cute. They're all like little babies. Yeah, they're gonna grow up to be, like, the next generation. Not next generation, but... So, they brawl and win, and... But before that, Rosa is like a, like... She's like asleep in Ken's arms or whatever, and... She says something about stigma, and, and then Wormon is like, even when she's asleep, she's mean to me. Aww. And then what Ken tells Wormon what she said is that she thinks Stingmon's the coolest. Oh. Um, and then we get a cute goodbye from Wormon that made me very emotional. Like Wormon's like, like Wormon's like, Ken, how do you say good uh, thank you in Spanish? And uh, Wormon's like, uh, Ken's like, gracias. And then Wormon like whispers, gracias, Rosa. It's very cute. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, as if you wrote the scene. I did, I did. I choreographed it. Meanwhile, in Russia... Yes, go, go to the complete opposite side of the world. Yeah, complete opposite temperature. And complete opposite time of day. Yeah, so, in Russia, Slimon, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. what's happening. Somehow, though, I think the Russians have experienced worse. Yeah, this is like... Well, this came out in, like, the seven or eight year period, like, post-Soviet Union, where Russia actually had, like, a democracy, I believe, and, like fair elections before Putin, like, just kind of kept winning and engineering the elections, and, like, be, like, not to get controversial on the pod, but, like, We've Putin is, Putin stuff, is so. like, done some, like, constitutional maneuvering where he switched from, like, president to prime minister and stuff, so he's basically, like, uh, the new dictator of Russia, like, yeah. he, he does, like, rules the Iron Fist. Overall, bad guy. Yeah, so mm. this is, like, the one window of, like, Russia, like, doing, like, pretty chill democracy, so... More like pretty chilly democracy. Um, anyway, so yeah, so it's interesting. Russia's been through a lot, and so Sora and Yoli are having a language difficulty with the Russian Russian Anya, Sonia, and Yuri. Even though this was a non-issue for everyone else. Yeah, like literally every like I didn't know enough about the Chinese and Japanese languages to know if like they are similar enough to where like communication might be possible. I know that that is sometimes possible with. Smaller Asian countries, like not like smaller, but like yeah. some I, Asian countries' languages. I think it's not very similar because Japan was an island, so it was like isolated yeah. That's what for I that's time. what I was thinking. Yeah, but we just went to Mexico, where Rosa probably speaks Spanish. 
We saw her speak Spanish. We saw her speak Spanish. And we know that Ken, like, speaks some Spanish, apparently. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do all these Americans really just like, understand Japanese? Yeah. Or, like, have these Japanese... Did you just have been speaking in English the whole time? Like, what's... And I mean, it's just, is... it's just a complication because this is the English dub. Yeah. But it is weird and bizarre to me that, like, they chose the Russian Digidestin to, like, not speak a lick of English. Yeah, and it's, like, the main obstacle that they face. It's just weird. Yeah, it is weird. But I think it's also because it's Yoli and, like, she's the most expressive, so she's obviously going to be the most perturbed by this roadblock. Yeah. So it's going to be, like, funny. So uh, there is no Russian Jedi in sight for them to, tra- to translate for them. Yeah. And then they cut in between the inner thoughts of Yoli and Sora and the Russian Digidestin. And in Yuri's Rush, uh, inner dialogue, he thinks Yoli's kind of cute. Yeah. Yoli is a general mastermind, and with Sora's helping with uh, with some Russian words, uh, she organizes a plan of attack for the Flymon. Yeah, they use Peruski. Peruski, Borscht, and Caviar! Yeah, Peruski means fly left. Uh, Borscht means fly to the right. Yeah, and then Caviar means attack. Attack! And it works. And it works. <laughs> the Flymon didn't know it Because hit. all of their Digimon can fly. Because we see that... Yeah. Well, obviously we know Bioman and Hawkmon, and then... Anya has Sneemon, Yuri has Kawagamon, and Anya has, or Sonia has Unimon. So, they kick ass and destroy the control spire. And they're going to have a dinner date with the Russian Digestin, who I think we learn later are probably triplets. Mm-hmm. But it's interrupted by the worst Jedi clone, oh, Ilya. The worst. Ilya shows up late, so that his lunch break ran long. Which, like... Annoying. Priorities. Who decides that only Sora and Yoli and their Digimon need to go help the Siberian Digestin. So, what are Yuri... Like, what are they... Like, what... What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, are they not responsible for protecting Russia from the invasion of the digital world? Yeah, I don't know. Russia's their country. They should have had a little scene where, like... What they should have done was they should have had a little scene where, like, Anya, Sonia, and Yuri... Like speak up in Russian with like subtitles. Yeah. But like we're the Russian Digestin, we're gonna go help. So they're gonna help the Siberian Digestin because the international Digestin can't do anything. All three Siberian Digestin are partnered with Frigimon. Yeah. And, and we don't know their names or anything. We don't know like their names or what even they look like. We just see like vague outlines of children. Mm-hmm. With Frigimon, and they're fighting at Mammoth Mon in a blizzard. Lots of Mammoth Mon fights in a Zero Two. Remember the whole like intense fight between Black War Greymon and Mammoth Mon? Mm-hmm. It was weird. Weird to me that like they picked that Digimon to fight with all the time. Yeah. Because we also saw Mammoth Mon in the first adventure have a like that was the first big real world Digimon battle between Garudamon and Mammoth Mon in the first adventure, remember? Kinda, yeah. But they went back to the human world. So, Sora and Yoli are bitching about how cold it is and how shitty Ilya is. Yeah. And they are thwarted by weather. Yeah. So, like, Yoli is, like, gonna fall asleep because she's so cold and Aquilamon's like, Don't you dare fall asleep, Yoli! (laughs) And then, um, Rudamon's like, We have to get this done quickly! And then they do. Um, no, Sora falls. Oh, right. But then is saved by Aquilamon and then the Mammoth Mon are, like, kind of, kind of, killing it um mm-hmm. but then they are all knocked on their ass knocked on their trunks <laughs> by imperial german who appears he comes like zooming out of the background mm-hmm. and they send all the mammoth men back to the digital world and it's time to go home yeah and riding on the imperial german is all the other digidestined and but yoli is gonna have to miss her lunch date with yuri oh 
And Matt is like, who's Yuri? Like, he's yeah, big. Yeah, Matt gets all jealous. He's big mad that Sora and Yoli are interested in Yuri. Mm-hmm. And then it's Grimace. No, we cut back to, we cut to the U.S. government. Oh, we do. Who have found nothing about the digital world. Because if you remember, that's what Jedi has been up to this whole time. Oh, we're even, like, wiping the... Jedi has been, like, blocking and wiping the world governments from finding out any information about the digital world. And we see... Ilya close a laptop and wish um, to all of us a good night. And we get a little Jingle Bell montage where we see It's Mimi, bitch. See Mimi and her family and Mimi's mom still can't cook. The Poi brothers are dreaming about Kari. Rosa dreams of Ken and Stingmon. Aww. The Russian triplets are enjoying Borscht and Poruski. Derek and Crabmon share the three snacks they said they were going to turn those bad Digimon into. Mm-hmm. And Catherine and Grandpa are having, like, Christmas together. together. And I'm like, did she, like, say, like, bye, family, I need to go spend time with this old man that I just met. Maybe they're having Christmas, like, in Versailles together. Oh, my God. But, like, also, like, we would like to see a shot of TK's grandma. Yes, we would. I need to see a powerful woman. Because Lord knows we need it after Mimi is gone from this oh team. So, meanwhile in Japan, Mom, or Kenimon captures another young boy who may be having suicidal ideations. Yeah, he's, like, looking over the side of a bridge. He's, like, looking over the side of the bridge into, like, heavy traffic. And she's... And, like, pondering. And, like, like, licking pensively. And she's, like... On Christmas Eve. Yeah, she's, like, are you ready to become a hero? And then that's, like, that's where it ends. Yeah. So, yep, I'll definitely be putting a trigger warning for that in the description to this podcast. So, episode 43 is called Invasion of the Daemon Corps. Mm-hmm. Or Onslaught of the Daemon Army, mm-hmm. which are both, like, incredibly similar. Yeah. So we get a Matt recap where Matt is definitely jealous of Yuri mm-hmm. and how into him Sora is. Yeah. I like that they have given us, like, yes, like, Sora and Matt are a definite item. Yeah. Or at least Matt wants it. No, I think it is, because, I don't know. So everyone's back home in Tokyo, and Yoli has a completely different voice actress for this episode. And maybe Sora, too. Sora has this, it's the same, it's it's Wendy Lee who was playing young TK in the first adventure. That's so weird. It probably was that the, the, they had a certain batch of episodes to film or like, or to like record for the dub yeah. and like people just weren't available. So evil is afoot. Kari mentions that something bad is clearly coming. They know that our Kenyon's still out there. Mm-hmm. But first, it's time to bully Davis. Yeah, as always. A Christmas His tradition. first appearance in like four episodes. Yeah. I don't think he said much in the last one. Oh, wait, we forgot to say, when all of the Digidestin come into to Siberia and like show up. You, either Yoli or Sora is like, oh my god, the, it's you guys. And they're like, who are you expecting? Santa Claus? And I say, like, you guys, Joe and Cody literally, literally just met Santa Claus, someone sort of. dressed as Santa. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone remarks on how much Ken has changed. Yeah. Tiki returns home and his mom, Nancy, hurriedly greets him and asks if the Digimon have you returned. Like, so does she not know that Tiki went to go visit most likely her father? Yeah. Well, we actually don't know if it's her father or the I think it must be her father. Because her name is Nancy. And that's a French name. I'm pretty name. sure her name is Nancy in... And Nancy's a French name. Like, there's literally a... I think there's a place called Nancy. And I know there's a soccer team called Nancy. Doing some research on the podcast. podcast. Oh, her name is not Nancy in the Japanese version. It's Natsuko. Oh. Nancy is a prefecture in northeastern France. Oh, okay. So there's this... The Digimon Adventure Wiki, which, again, I don't... We can't 100% trust, mm-hmm. is a woman of below average height, rude, mm-hmm. and half Japanese, half French. Oh, so maybe the grandma that we didn't see is Japanese. Oh, and well, we're saying that the... This is saying that the grandfather's name is Michel, or Michael. Okay. Yeah, that's right. They do say that. They do say that, actually, in the episode. Uh, 
So, anyway, that's interesting. Lots of stuff, like, I, I never really thought about her being French. I have French. So, Tia is back at home, and his mom brings up Oikawa with, and references the conversation that she had with him, Brandon Lee, a few episodes Oh, back. the creepy long hair guy? Yeah, his yeah. name is Oikawa. Okay. And he was asking a lot of questions about... The events of four years ago are not done yet, meaning the Mayotisman invasion of the real world. Mm-hmm. And then she also brings up that around that time, Oikawa had been asking her about the incident at Heightened View Terrace. So TK mistakes that his mom encountered Mummymon, which obviously upsets him. Mm-hmm. But then the supplemental information doesn't really sound like it was Mummymon. Davis returns to his home and we get. Bitch, that's June. Bitch, that's June. Hey, doofus. She's like, doofus! Yeah. Which is like, top tier roast. It's so good. Um, see, I only want Davis's sister to make fun of him, because that's his sister. Yeah. Not all of his friends. Yeah. So, we also see that there's a, like, Muslim-like flag on the TV yeah, stand. They have a flag next to their TV stand, which it's a red stripe on the top and on the bottom, and then I think a blue stripe in the middle, like a thicker blue stripe. And then it's got a yellow, like, crescent moon and star, which is very common on the flags of a lot of majority or predominantly Muslim Mm -hmm. countries. countries. And I believe is a symbol affiliated with Islam. But it doesn't exactly match any... I looked up, like, all the flags that have moons. So I don't know if it was just, like, a cool design that they decided to do or if it was supposed to be a reference to, like, another element of Davis's heritage or something like that. Um, But it it was interesting. I couldn't find anything on the wiki. So if any of you happen to know, if any of you are Digimon stands and you happen to know... But you are, you know. Yeah, but, like, if any of you happen to know, like, why that made it in or if it was just like one of the animators did it because it was like their mm-hmm. background or something. We would love to know because yeah. I did some I did some googling on this and I couldn't find anything, but I thought it was interesting because it's like it's too specific to just be like randomly put in there. Like Wait, it wasn't see, like a flag of Japan. This is also live. an episode one that has like way more intense animation. Like there, there was budget in this episode. Yeah, huh. so I, I'm I'm just wondering why specifically it would that would have made it into this episode yeah. and what it's supposed to represent. So so we see Davis kind of blow June off, you know, typical annoying big sister style. But then we see June scoffing at the footage of the Digimon attacks all over the world. Mm-hmm. And then also scoffing at the ripped concert ticket from Matt's concert. Yeah, and lamenting, she feels betrayed. Lamenting that Matt chose Sora over her. Aww. Uh, Ken returns home. We get Ken's mom. Queen Mrs. Ichijoji. Love her. Um, and she was very worried about Ken. And then we see that Wormmon has to scale the wall outside to get into Ken's bedroom. Yes. And it makes a cute little sound. Like little suction cup feet. Yeah. And then when Ken opens the like sliding door to like the little balcony area that comes off of his room to get Wormmon, he sees a mysterious shadow that it, and he thinks it must be our Kennymon, but He's not sure. Like, like jumping across the buildings. Yeah. Cody and Grandpa have a chat about Cody's dad, who died in the line of duty. We find out. Yeah, he was a cop and he was... He was a police officer who was... He was on a security detail for a politician or something. Mm-hmm. And he, he saved the politician's life by jumping in front of a bullet. Yeah, which, like, damn, yeah. that's heavy. And the grandfather we see Cody spend a lot of time with is his mom's father, right? I think, I think that's his dad's father. Do we know that for sure? I don't know. Because I thought when we saw him first, his mo- Cody's mom referred to him as dad. Oh, maybe it is her father. I think it's know? her father. I think it's her father. Okay. But I could be wrong. So, Yoli, we see, she's eating, per usual. We love a bitch who eats. <laughs> and then we see that she rushes down to tell her dad at the store that it's dinner time. So everything is kind of being reset back to normal. Like, everyone's with their families. Because stuff's about to get crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Ty and Kari in their shared bedroom, which still weirds me out, talk about if the new kids, meaning Ken, Cody, Yoli, and Davis, are ready to have to destroy real evil Digimon to make the, the calls to destroy the villainous Digimon that are obviously coming their way. Which I think they might be meaning are Kenimon oh. and Mummymon. I'm sorry, it is his paternal grandfather. Oh. Chikari, Hida is Cody's paternal grandfather. He's also a retired police officer. Oh. This must be like, su- like supplemental information maybe from like CD dramas or whatever. So. Oh, there's a lot here. I should probably stop reading because maybe some of this is spoilers. You don't spoil yourself. So... Um, what I will say on here is it says that his dad did not die in Japan. Cody's father. It says that he flew to London to get his son's remains. So is Cody's son British? Or does Cody's son... Maybe, maybe it's travel- he was traveling with the politician yeah. who was on... Yeah. Which, like, sidebar. Huge international scandal if, like, some a prominent Japanese politician went to Britain and someone there tried to assassinate him. Huge, yeah. like, implications. That's yeah. crazy. So we go back to Ken, and he's in bed, and he has a nightmare about the events of the Wonderswan games. Mm-hmm. And he, in the nightmare, he is hit with a mysterious dark object. He wakes up in a cold sweat, but he can't remember the events very well, and Wormmon refreshes his memory. Yeah. He said it was, like, the worst pain. He had to nurse him back to health for, like, three weeks. Yeah, and then he, then Ken left. So that implies to me that, like, he left and then he came back as the Digimon Emperor. Yeah, that's when his, that's when the darkness overtook him. Yeah. So. Which, narratively, I don't love, because I kind of thought the implication was that the darkness overtook him when his son, brother died and he, like, kind of went into that. Like, I feel I like think, those are two, it's two explanations for the same thing and I wish they would stick to one. You know what I think? I think maybe what they were going for, I agree with you, I think it's messy. I think that they were going for this thing happened to him, mm-hmm. then he went back to the real world, and then his brother died. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. I thought you were going to say, like, maybe that thing in the digital world is just representative. Uh, it's like a visual, like, literal uh, expression of the invisible grief he was feeling or something like that. No, I think, because that's, the, the, that's like, they... They defeat, like, the villain of the Wonderswan game. Like, Ken is a character in the second Wonderswan game. Mm-hmm. So, like... And that happens before his brother dies? We don't know the okay. exact timeline. Those okay. games have never been officially translated and released in English. Okay. So we don't know what they're thinking. There's, like, fan translations. I would like to play one if anyone knows a good, like, ROM mm-hmm. of it or whatever. Huh? Maybe I'll stream it. Yeah. So... The next morning, the Digidestin are all seeing reports of missing kids, and Ken is particularly affected by this. Everyone's mad, but Ken's really mad. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to a wedding on a yacht. I was like, oh, below deck? Jun Jun Hanna? I was like, oh. Somewhere on this yacht, Captain Sandy is saying, this is disturbing. Shout out to our anyone who's a, both a Digimon and below deck stand. Honestly... I would really like to give a shout out to all of the drag queens who are Digimon stands that followed me after I posted the pictures of me as Aru Kenimon with Sasha Colby. Yes! Just sneaking Sasha Colby in there all casual. <sighs> you know. So, the wedding on the yacht is attacked by Marine Devimon. This is also exactly like that one scene in the Meg. If you know, you know. I don't. So, <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on Marine Devimon? We don't really get a ton of screen time with him, but he looks cool. He reminds me of Malamar. Oh, yeah. He's scary. He's scary. He's like a giant squid monster, which, like, we did just kind of have a squid monster in the Australia 
not sure Hans Goodman's going to digivolve into Marine Yeah, Dome. so it's like, you know, whatever. So... He's like, oh, I'm scary, the yeah. god, blah, blah, blah. So, but if you remember the title of this episode, it's called The Invasion of the Daemon Corps. Yeah. So... Maybe he's a member of the Corps. Yeah. Father Ashida, meaning Matt and TK's dad. Corps, C-O-R-P-S, like Marine Corps, not Corps, like C-O-R-E, in case that was confusing to anyone. Yeah. Matt and TK's dad sees it. Mm-hmm. And then we get a cut and... Guess who's back in the house? The queen. The diva of darkness. Lady Devimon. Lady Devimon is back. Lady Devimon is back. My notes just say, return of Lady Devimon, Yas Queen. I wrote, Lady Lady Devimon is back, baby, and just as hot as before. Yeah, and then we got... She's she's really the third boulet. She's both boulets. Yeah. She's she's the next super monster. So then we got Skull Sadamon, who is wreaking havoc. And it's really scary. He's really scary. scary Exposed spine. Yeah. Exposed ribcage. Yeah. Lots of red. Lots of um, evil. Does make silly sounds when he zooms around the battlefield. Yeah. He's like got a chaotic vibe to him that makes him like kind of creepy. Yeah. He is... And then the one camera crew that we continuously see in these Digimon episodes is stretched very thin. Mm-hmm. So the camera crew that like works with Matt's dad. Matt and TK's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's time for everyone to Digivolve and fight. We get the Zudomon and Submarimon and Magna Anjumon fight Marine Duffymon. Mm-hmm. And... TK, once again, a little bit too concerned with battling, where Joe was like, the most important part is that we make sure everyone in the yacht is safe. And I was like, go Joe. Go Joe. So, they defeat him, or whatever. Anjumon and Lady Devimon rematch is interrupted when Lady Devimon is like, I'm bored. Yeah, she, she, like, she like teleports away. All the other Digimestins show up. Yeah. Skull Sadamon is too strong for all the Digidestined. Yeah, I mean, while he's going like, zoom, zoom, And we see that mom and dad are observing from the sidelines, biding their time. I think we just called him mom and dad. Yeah. Skull Sadamon freezes Imperial Jermon with an attack. Mm-hmm. And then he has a bus of, like, what looks to be, like, school children. <laughs> yeah, and he has a great line. He's like, got a bus to catch? Yeah. And oh, she's like, he's like, you don't have a bus to catch. Like... So then, um, we see that he is able to defeat all of the G1 Digimon, mm-hmm. and... He, like, freezes. He, free- he like, freezes, like, almost like he's poisoned or paralyzed Imperial Digimon. hmm And all of the G1 Digimon and, uh, like, Hawkmon, Armadillomon, Wormmon, Padamon, Gachamon mm-hmm. are... Uh, give their power to Imperial Digimon, and he is able to mode change to fighter mode. Yeah. What are your thoughts on fighter mode? Um, I like that they were like, well, we ran out of levels. Let's just give him a different mode that apparently makes him three times stronger. Yeah. Um, he's cool. I mean, he, he, now he just looks like a transformer, which is like cool. I think now he especially looks very, like, he's just like V-Mon's final form. Yeah. He's like a Gundam. Yeah. Well, Bandai is the same company that makes Gundams, so. Yeah. I mean, he's cool. He's strong. So Skull Sadamon, um, I wrote that Skull Sadamon has a bus of d- disabled orphans. What is that? I don't know. It was just like the worst possible situation. Yeah, oh like, yeah, like the most evil he could be. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Imperial German Fighter Mode destroys him and saves the kids. Yeah. Which, why is the bus full of kids if it's like the day after Christmas? I, well, we discussed last time that Christmas is not as big of a deal in Japan. Right, okay. So... That's why, like, it wasn't a big deal for, like, all of the kids to be out with their friends on Christmas Eve. Like, mm-hmm. So Gatamon says it's cataclysmic. This, gonna, this battle's gonna be cataclysmic. Yeah. 
And then we have a new... Um, I wrote, creepy Voldemort guy phases out of the street. I wrote, the devil from the Bible. <laughs> and wants Ken to come with him. Which, like, I thought school sat him on with Satan. This guy is like Satan, Satan. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? But, whoa, not on mom's watch. Oh my god. Not on her watch. Mm-hmm. Our Kenny Mom rolls in with a van, an unmarked van full of kidnapped children. Yeah, which like, wow, lots of kids getting threatened mm-hmm. in this episode. But, and she forces Ken to go with him because she is a woman of business. Yeah, she says like, if you don't come with me, these children are not gonna be safe or whatever. Well, she's like, they've all come of their own free will when they heard they're gonna go to meet Ken and Joji. Mm-hmm. And then she, her and this mysterious Digimon, who we find out is Daemon. Daemon. They have beef. They, well, Daemon is like, who is this lady? And she's like, I'm a woman of business. Mm-hmm. So she's a cold mamma jamma. That's what she, I wrote. Oh my God. So she, Davis, uh, Ken goes with her because he's like, I can't leave her alone with these kids. Yeah. And he's like really chill about it. So Davis is heartbroken that his boyfriend has been snatched. Yeah. And Daemon disappears. Yeah, for now. And, and like threatens, like, you'll rue the day or something. Yeah, so you will rue it. Yeah. Rue it! Nipple peppermint. Yeah. And that's the end. That is oh, the what end. Are, what, your thoughts on Daemon is just that he's creepy? Yeah, we don't know enough about him yet for me yeah. to. I mean, he, he's obviously scary, and he's obviously like leading those other. Like, Lady Debbie is obviously working under him. I will say, Digimon Adventure 1. Mm-hmm. We had Devilmon. Devimon. We had Myotismon. Who was like a vampire, but like vampires are kind of Satan-y. In Japanese, he was called Vamdemon, so he's like vampire demon. Yeah, he's like a like a hell demon. Mm-hmm. And now we're like once again tapping into the like Satan as evil Digimon path, which I don't love. Yeah. Um, I'm willing to give it time to stand I out think, and be different. I think it's very much because it's adventures mindset is very like. Black and white about darkness. Yeah. But also not because, like, Kari and Ken have that whole thing, or whatever, with the dark ocean. That's Digimon Zero Two. Digimon Adventure is, like, the whole thing. Oh, oh, like, the whole, like, okay. the whole canon. Got you, got you. Okay. So, I think that they're always going to use, like, satanic or, like, demonic-looking Digimon to be villains. But we saw that, like, the Dark Masters, only Piedmon was really, like, Satan-looking. Wasn't Lady Devimon a... She worked for Piedmon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he'll be intimidating and scary. I mean, he already is. So, this is not a spoiler for Digimon Adventure Zero Two. Mm -hmm. Daemon is part of a group called the Seven Great Demon Lords. Okay. Which all represent a seven deadly sin. Yeah. So, they're all, like, creepy and... Um, the enemies of God's army and the Digimon lore. Oh my god. So The god being, like, Uzalong Long, probably. The god being, um, whatever it wants to be in that moment. Oh, okay. I like that the god of the digital world is Eniac, the first, like, computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. So, I'm sure it'll be good. I just, I, and I don't exactly have a suggestion of what else they should have done mm-hmm. instead. But it is a little bit like, okay, another devil I guy. think I think it's the pacing again, because to me, like... The Digimon World Tour is, like, really cool and fun, but also feels very randomly placed. Yeah. And obviously feels like, well, they gave all this time for Arukenimon and Mummymon to kidnap all these kids, because there was no one here in Japan to defend it. Yeah. Which is why they should have given the Digimon to June. I'm still on that train. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. That's I like the these end. episodes. I like these episodes a lot. Digimon World, Digimon Zero Two, I think, is my favorite because we got to see that there are international Digidestin, mm-hmm. which meant to like my like little kid self that I could be a Digidestin even if I didn't live in Japan. That's so cute. Yeah. Um. So, I'm like so cute and stuff. Yeah. So that is. That's that, it. That's that's this episode. Yeah, that's a, we're we're back. We we're are back. so back, baby. It's our first episode of twenty twenty four. Not our last. Not it's our last. Not even close. No, we. Well, we're actually we're like almost done with, um, Digimon Adventure Zero Two. How many episodes are there total? I'm finding out. Like fifty something, because that was episode forty three. There are fifty episodes. Oh my gosh! So we probably will probably do two more episodes for this season of our yeah. podcast. And we were going to watch the movie. Also to your list. Yes, we have to find, we have to watch the movie, which maybe is on the DVD, I don't know. And maybe, or we might be able to find it somewhere. Like, I think we can buy it on, like, YouTube or something. Okay, cool. cool so. Cool. cool. And uh, we'll do a tier list. We will do a tier list, yeah. So, maybe we'll try to switch it up. We did a tier list of all the human characters and uh, Digimon forms. Mm-hmm. But, maybe we'll, I think we have to include our Kenimon Momimon in our tier list somewhere. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll just do characters. We'll find one that's just like the main character, all the characters that are important. Yeah. So that is it. We've been Adam and Michael. Mm-hmm. This uh, has been. I've been the Michael half. I've been the Adam half. Nice. I am. I am Giganta Smalls on social media, though, if you want to follow me otherwise. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us on Twitter again at twogayspod at gmail dot com. Uh, twogayspod on Twitter. And then you have your spoiler email. Spoilers. And twogayspod at gmail dot com. If you'd like to engage with us, mm-hmm. uh, we should we should find some like guests to get on this podcast. We should. I, I'm ready for guests. I'm ready for guests too. Also, if you ever want to chat with us about anything on the on our Twitter or whatever, feel free. Like if yeah, like I if love, you were like I if you want to DM, like if you want to ask me my thoughts about Digimon, like the I know new movie that came out, the new movie that came out. I know some people message me about that. I'm the one that really handles the Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, you can always send me stuff if people have questions for me. Yeah. So please send us any questions that uh, you can DM us on the Twitter, or you can email us at twogayspod at gmail.com. Again, that is T-W-O-G-A-Y-S-P-O-D as in Digimon. And thank you for tuning in. We love you. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> um, uh, Parvati First Traders. Ceasefire now. Okay, bye. <laughs>